coming soon from Sorgatron Media. Yeah, that's that's got right freaking here. Ninja it's Turtles, MRC right? Thing. Exactly. Um, then, then you have... Huh. And I thought it was really cool. What did you think of the Suicide Squad, Mike? Mike? <coughs> Alright, Leek. And, um... That thing. You know the thing, Sorg. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, shit, no! <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Find yourself in the Beachview area of Pittsburgh? Check out the official pizza of this show, Slice on Broadway, sharing an abnormal obsession with pizza we can relate to. Check them out at sliceonbroadway.com and tell them this show sent you. Want to have your business or podcast featured on the show? Contact us at info at sorgatronmedia.com. Subject line, advertising. Hey guys, welcome. It's the Indie Mayhem Show. I'm Sorgatron at Sorgatron on Twitter here in Pittsburgh, PA. It's episode 13. This is a show where we talk indie wrestling, stuff we dig, and uh, and try to have conversations with some of the people we uh, come across on our travels out here. Of course, I uh, uh, with Sorgatron Media, uh, doing a little bit of video production with some local indies here in the Pittsburgh area. And making that connection across the country is my buddy Eamon down in San Antonio, Texas. Why do you look more tired when we're doing the show earlier? I don't know why. What are you uh, doing, man? (laughs) uh, Sort of an aim and pain secret. I just got up from a nap. But uh, no, I am super well rested now. and I'm super excited to be talking in the wrestling. And and, uh, I know we have a very special guest on tonight. So I'm I'm very excited about the conversation. Yes, of course. Eamon, a commentator down at Inspire Pro Wrestling, a great new company. And we talked with the promoter last week. Uh, so if you want to check that out on episode 12. Uh, so our guest this week, uh, somebody I've gotten to know uh, 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 pretty closely over the next uh, last year, uh, telling his story uh, with a new documentary coming out this week. It's actually uh, coming out officially Friday. It's called Finding Zach Gowan. And here is the name on the title, Zach Gowan. How you doing, sir? You found him. I found him. We, found him. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we did it. And I, and now you, we don't need a now we don't need a documentary. Like, uh, What's that? Yeah, you, you found me in my in my closet. <laughs> Always, <laughs> I, I like to call it my home studio. But when you're a parent and you put your child down uh, to bed at a very strict nine o'clock bedtime. Uh, sometimes, you know, uh, you take drastic measures to make things happen. And, and here, here we are, gentlemen, and I'm happy to be here with you guys. And uh, Sorgatron, thanks for uh, all of your help in, in making that documentary. Uh, I, I watched the completed piece today, and I got to tell you, it's an amazing, amazing piece. Awesome. You did an excellent job. Awesome. Thank you. Well, well I, I, I more want to talk about the subject. Um, it, it, was a lot, it was a lot of fun to come out there uh, uh, last summer and hang with you, kind of see how you roll for a weekend and, uh, you know, get your story from you and a lot of your friends out there. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of guys people know about, uh, you know, we talked to, uh, uh, J- uh, Jimmy Jacobs, Truth Martini, who of course trained you in your first match with, um, Rhino, uh, Gregory Irons, stuff like that. Um, so tell me just kind of a brief, you know, why, you know, why should people be interested in the documentary? What is so important about your story, um, that, that, you know, that, that this came about? Well, here's the thing. I think that my sole existence, uh, the whole purpose of my existence is to be of maximum service to God and to the people around me. And I have a unique um, ability 
to be of service through telling my story. And I tell my story through various platforms, one of them being uh, in a professional wrestling ring, another uh, being on stage at high schools and middle schools and sharing my story with kids. Um, you know, and I, I do various podcasts, uh, various uh, work in the recovery community as a as an active uh, member of uh, of of uh, uh, of a person in uh, drug and alcohol recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is why uh, I think I'm here, and uh, the 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 goal being that maybe somebody sees my story um, and a seed of inspiration is planted, uh, and maybe somebody. Uh, through my trials and tribulations, my ups and downs, maybe somebody turns their life around. Um, and that's, you know, the reason why I think that I'm uh, here. Mm-hmm. And, and, and definitely, and, and uh, it's a pretty amazing story because you've been through a lot. Of course, uh, everybody's heard uh, from when you were in WWE, was F at the time, I can't recall. Um, and, you know, hearing about what happened, you know, losing your life to cancer, uh, being the, the world's only, I think you're still the world's only uh, uh, one-legged wrestler. Um, and, and, and so much has happened again it's been such a i've noticed like the entire the entire story is such a roller coaster um and a lot of people maybe don't know much about your story that maybe haven't seen you on you know prime wrestling up in ohio or, or up in the detroit area or wherever you else have been traveling across the country so uh can you give us just a brief what what happened to you since since people last saw you on on national tv uh, well, it's it's pretty amazing, man, uh, and it, it makes me uh, grateful that I'm actually still alive talking to you mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. But I got fired from WWE ten years ago. Yeah. Uh, and and when that happened, uh, and I just turned thirty one. Uh, when that happened, um, I lost my identity, and uh, I, I I searched for the answer uh, through various. Uh, means right drugs alcohol women and um uh, i i lived a very uh crazy crazy life uh filled with a lot of pain and unhappiness and this this goes back to unresolved stuff from my childhood you know losing my leg to cancer at eight years old uh my dad being an alcoholic uh, being abusive taking off when i was four never seeing him until that one time when i was 19 and he showed up at a public autograph signing um so so there was a lot going on and i was in so much pain um and uh a lot of people go through what i went through and they don't make it out to the uh, to the other side uh so that makes me incredibly grateful uh to be here of sound mind and body and and to be spiritually connected and to be chatting with you gentlemen and 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 more more so than that to be able to share my story in the hopes that it helps somebody who watches it Mm -hmm. and it seems to be it it seems to go along with the general trend that's happening in in pro wrestling of course uh, i think well documented these days um uh, you know the story of uh you know jake roberts and scott hall you know again uh, other guys have uh dealt with addiction and and i think for a lot of people i mean seeing him seeing uh jake definitely around shows around here that i've worked um and just hearing all the stories you're just like would not have been surprised if those guys disappeared and seeing even you know what ddp has been doing with that and now those guys are even in the hall of fame um so i think this is definitely the right time to seems to be uh, to tell this kind of story i think i think what we're having now is the start of a of a, of a new era 
hmm. with a lot of these guys because for the past 10, 15 years, guys have been dropping like flies. Yeah. They've been dying hmm. left and right uh, due to, to drugs and alcohol and a lifestyle that's that's not conducive to uh, in, any kind of, um, you know, uh, uh, spiritual connection. Um, and so now guys are recovering and and we have the courage to share our stories because this is how we keep um, our story going on. And this is how we keep our sobriety and our happiness and our serenity mm-hmm. uh, by sharing our stories and, and hopefully by helping other people. And I think that the shame and the stigma of, of addiction just in, in society in general is is leaving um and it's it's not a matter of a lack of willpower or it's not a, a, a moral issue uh because it, it, it's certainly not a willpower in my case because i happen to be the the first one in the history of the world to be a one-legged professional wrestler and if i have the willpower to do that um that i should have the willpower to stop using drugs and drinking alcohol but the fact is i don't because i suffer from a spiritual malady um and the only solution is a spiritual one um, and and part of part of that solution is me sharing my story with you guys. Yeah, it, it, it's great. I mean, um, um, and it seems and another another fantastic thing I, I, I've seen from from helping a little bit and telling the story uh, is is and, and this has always been an interesting thing. Is you know, of course, Cole Caban has been doing his thing with Art of Wrestling, and I, and it's very interesting to see people that have had that WWE career and find something after. Because yes. a lot of times, like especially for you, I know one of the conversations with you is like your goal was to go to WWE, and what after nine months that happened, you're with Piper, you're with Hogan, and 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 of course this compounded on your problems in the long run. Um, but but it seems like you're finding the next thing for you. That's huge because I thought my life was over after I got released from WWE because that's how I saw myself. I saw mm-hmm. myself as this uh, WWE superstar, you know, quote unquote. And um, so when I see guys like I, I just I get so excited and inspired when I see guys do things outside of that uh, of that bubble of that wrestling bubble, you know, with Victoria opening a restaurant in Chicago, with Mick Foley mm-hmm. launching a very successful uh, stand up yeah. uh, uh, comedy uh, career. It's coming with to Colt Pittsburgh. Banna, who had uh, two months on television. Um, now has the, the one of the most listened to podcasts out there with his merchandise and, and just seeing him do it by himself, by himself with that that punk rock do it yourself attitude uh, that 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 gives me hope and that inspires me and I I, I want to see more of it because I don't want people to I don't want wrestlers who have been released from WWE to go through what I went through. Mm-hmm. I want them to know that there are options out there and we can, and we are the, some of the most talented uh, performers and we have, uh, we're some of the most gifted athletes out there and we can apply uh, that to other projects. And, and, and ultimately we can um, a make a living and, and, and uh, uh, B be of service to, to other people, which is, which is uh, an astounding thing. Mm-hmm. We are, uh, of course, we got a live chat room here, Zach, and uh, we, we're having some questions. First of all, uh, our friend Alex out in uh, out in California says he'll buy uh, twenty copies. No, make that thirty, by the way. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we do have a question from uh, Bobby F. J. Town, who joins us on the Wrestling Mayhem Show often. Um, he says, "What was your uh, favorite opponents in WWE and the Independents?" Uh, my favorite opponent in WWE, I think, was the Big Show. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, you know what? My favorite, that, that was my favorite match. I only wrestled the Big Show one time, and that was such a huge moment and such a, uh, a, a career and life-defining moment for me. 
uh, that's when I realized that WWE was on to something uh, with me and my story and how much of an impact I could have. Uh, but I, I wrestled Matt Hardy the most out of everybody in WWE, and I, I developed a nice relationship with him. Um, and he taught me a lot as far as the in-ring stuff goes, uh, and he really, really helped me out uh, tremendously. Uh, my favorite opponent on the Indies is Jimmy Jacobs. Um, I think I think he's a guy that gets it. Um, that can get the best out of uh, anybody's in the ring with, um, and we just uh, we happen to have a certain chemistry, and and uh, you know we have we have certain uh, philosophies on, on wrestling, and uh, we just come together, and every time that we we're in the same ring together, magic seems to happen, uh, and he's the guy I'm most comfortable with in the in the ring on the indies. Uh, we have a confession from the chat room. Alex says that he nearly cried when Brock uh, F five you in front of your mom. Yeah, he nearly cried. I, 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 I most definitely cried. <laughs> it, it didn't. Um, it didn't feel good getting uh, F5 uh, uh, twice into the ring post and power bomb twice, and mm-hmm. and he swung. He swung a chair like a baseball bat, uh, you know, upside <laughs> my head. And, and this was this was 2003 WWE, man. We, you know, uh, now the guys put their hands up because yeah. they're. We've noticed that watching WWE like network, like I know, I know Eamon here, he's kind of catching up with some attitude era and realizing how unbelievably violent it was back then. And you were, you were right in the, I guess the tail end of that, right? Yeah, that, yeah, totally. There's tons of blood and, um, there was no talk of concussions mm-hmm. or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I got actually, I suffered a concussion in my last appearance on WWE and, uh, they, they sent me home the next day. Um, I saw a doctor, um, but they didn't really follow up with me and, or, or try to figure out, you know, what the, what the issue was. But, uh, but now, you know, thanks to guys like Chris Nowitzki and, um, I'm sorry, Nowinski and, uh, I think that's his name, right? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> You know the the new research coming out and the new uh, technolo- technological advances. You know we realize that how serious brain injuries are, and and hopefully you know we're, we're saving saving guys' life. And, and it sounds like it definitely sounds like they're they're and hopefully having a longer career for a lot of these guys too. You know that don't lead to well, these kinds of problems. Yeah, it's it's about it's about having a longer career and it's about having a longer quality of life. Yeah. You know, as you as you get older and and not you know. Uh, deteriorating in, into, you know, dementia and, and, and Alzheimer's and, mm-hmm. you know, the, the worst case being, um, you know, Chris Benoit, hopefully we'll never have to see an incident like that ever, ever again, you know, and, and, okay. and when they, when, what would they say when they did the autopsy on his brain, he had the brain of a 70 year old or something like that, yeah. you know, yeah. and it's, and of course they, they can't help. They didn't help the situation. Um, and we, we want to try to avoid that. You know, we want to have longer careers, but we also want to have longer uh, quality lives. I want to talk about uh, getting back to indies. Um, uh, my first interaction with you was actually uh, up with Prime Wrestling. Um, and, and, and I've always thought this was an interesting thing um, uh, when it was first starting. But you actually had a run against Gregory Iron. Now, Gregory Iron is somebody that you've actually teamed with. Uh, for a bit, and actually, uh, you know, very publicly says that uh, you were an inspiration for him. Yeah, and and Greg, and for those that don't know, Greg uh, is the only wrestler in the world that that suffers from cerebral palsy. Um, and at 16 years old, he saw me on WWE TV, and he was inspired uh, to 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 do something with his life and and to become a professional wrestler. 
because um, at the time he was depressed, he was out of shape, he was kind of uh, marinating in, in self pity. Uh, you know, as a, a as an adolescent with a with a physical disability, which uh, isn't too uncommon. Um, but when he saw me on TV, he, he decided that he could become a professional wrestler, um, and that was ten years ago. Uh, um, and when when I heard his story, I knew that we would have to do something together. <laughs> and there's, <laughs> there's me just punching him in the gut. <laughs> there you go, kid. Um, and, and and I knew that we would have to do something together. But it wasn't until uh, we got together and I saw him in the ring and I realized how talented he was. And I realized how much we gelled in the ring and how much our personalities, uh, kind of, kind of, kind of gelled together. Um, and I, I realized what a, what an incredible piece of talent he is, um, and how much of an asset he could be to my career and how much of an asset I could be to his career. Uh, so it's, it's been a, it's been a match made in heaven. Um, um, you know, ever, ever since that, uh, our, our buddy Joe Dombrowski uh, brought us together in prime wrestling. Awesome. And and you mentioned uh, in the beginning about how, you know, you're really enjoying sort of getting to share your story and, and hopefully inspire people with, you know, various public speaking stuff. Um, do you think like through your time with Greg, like teaming and also uh, competing against him and then sort of your work on the indies, are you, are you getting to see that of, you know, getting to meet people and, and see people and hopefully, you know, share your story and, 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 in a sense, be an inspiration to them. Absolutely, Eamon. And that was the, talking with Greg and, and hearing him. I heard him on a podcast tell the story about uh, him watching me. And that was the, for some reason, it, you know, it only took me, you know, eight years into my career. But I, uh, and, and the reason why is I was, I was so, uh, so buried in, in my self pity and, and, uh, and selfishness that I couldn't see how much of an impact I could have on people. Uh, and, and Greg broke through that ice. Um, and he, in his story touched my soul, uh, the same way that my wrestling touched his soul. Um, and that was kind of the genesis of, of, of me realizing that my story could not only affect wrestling fans, but other people as well. And I, I'm mm. reaching more people now through speaking than I am wrestling simply because wrestling is so, uh, limited in its fan base, and it's so um, uh, what you would call it. There's there's not much of a a, a huge audience for me on 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 and then that is widespread. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Or, or it's not as mainstream as um, you know we, we would hope it would be. But uh, but through speaking and and talking to these kids one on one, sharing my story, sharing my pain, sharing my victories with them. Uh, what I'm finding is these kids are, are being uh, absolutely inspired and, and, and um, you know, they're they're pumped up and they're excited. And, and that in turn gets gets me excited about life. Um, and uh, and when that happens, man, it's just just like anything else. It just builds momentum. And and that's what my life is now. It's it's, it's uh, just a positive uh, uh, momentum like snowball rolling down a hill, man. And I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of hanging on for the ride, trying, trying to do, you know, trying to do my part. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, Hey, you know, I know you got to get running. Uh, so, uh, uh, so tell us, uh, what's next? What do you want to plug? Of course, uh, you know, finding Zach Allen is going to be available, uh, via Joe, the upcoming Zach Allen.com. And I know we're going to have the digitals over at sorgatronmedia.com if anybody wants to get their hands on it. And of course, uh, DVDs are going to be available at WrestleCon, 
this weekend out there, WrestleMania weekend in New Orleans. Uh, look for Joe Dabrowski. I don't know. If, I, I didn't know that you were running out, going out there too, or I will not be. I'll, I'll actually be uh, in Wisconsin, okay. April fifth. I'll be uh, I'll be wrestling out there. So if you're in Wisconsin, um, come see me April uh, th- this Saturday, um, April fifth. And, and beyond that, uh, Joe's going to be in, in New Orleans at WrestleCon. Uh, I have dates coming up in, in uh, Illinois, uh, Toronto, um, Detroit, uh, back to Wisconsin. I have Minnesota, uh, Detroit, uh, New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts. Uh, I have tons of dates coming up. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to have uh, ZachGowan.com up soon. Uh, but for right now, in the uh, in, in in the interim, uh, find me at uh, on Facebook and Twitter, and I'll, I'll keep you guys posted and updated. Uh, but I just wanted to say thank you for having me on, guys, and uh, thank you for the support from uh, from the fans that happen to be listening or or watching me from my uh, my illustrious closet here. I put up a poster to make it look a little more professional. I don't know if that helped or not, but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is this this is excellent, man. And it's uh, at the end of the day, you know, we're all human beings. Uh, life is hard for me. Life life can be hard for you, and uh, I think we should help each other rather than tear each other down. And and you guys are uh, doing the work, and 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 I'm trying to do as well. Awesome. Thanks a lot. It's been a pleasure working with you. Uh, We're going to go for you guys watching or listening. uh, We're going to be playing the trailer for that coming out again this Friday. It's coming out and we'll be right back with a little bit of discussion here with uh, me and Eamon. And we're right back. I'm going to talk about some things that I find personally, I still find painful. See, it's kind of difficult for me to talk about because my childhood necessarily wasn't the best childhood. You know, I was in my own prison. I broke my leg in three or four places. He was diagnosed in October as having osteogenic sarcoma. We didn't know what that surgery would mean. I woke up as an eight-year-old missing his leg. It was definitely fate. I believe that led me to the House of Truth Wrestling Academy. But in in my heart, I knew that this is exactly what I was born to do. I finally found a place that accepted me. It was the most euphoric feeling I've ever had in my life. And here's why I finally let him know. I go, listen, the WWE is going to call you. Was completely overwhelmed. This guy has a definite future in his business, but I get to being a Piper's Pit, I get to go to the ring with, with Hulk Hogan, wrestling the big show, working with Brock Lesnar, to be in the ring with Vince, like this is totally insane to me. Nine months before that, he was just a fan. Nine months later, he's in the ring with Hulk Hogan. You can see this attitude change. He definitely got an ego. I rebelled and I acted out. People didn't want to be put in matches with him. Zach had so much heat. It looked like he was getting a living hell beat out of him. And that it was better that he leave or they're gonna end up killing him. It definitely changed Zach. He got released. The drugs and alcohol become my answer to all of that. It just started going way, 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 way down after that. Zach's drug use was out of hand. 
I feared for Zach's life many times. I used to have dreams that he would die. It was the closest I've seen to a human being I would be. The guy has a gun to my head. He went through a dark time in his life. And uh, sometimes people need to do that to learn how to live. He's been through hell and back. That's the important part. Zach's legacy can be anything he wants it to be. It's a journey unlike anybody's story I've ever heard in my life. And I, want, I would want people to know the entire Zach Allen story and then, then judge Zach. All right, again, that trailer, uh, Finding Zach Allen, available over on uh, Sogatron Media for the digital and, of course, JoeDabrowski.com, ZachGowan.com, coming very, very soon. Um, so uh, so our discussion this week, of course, Eamon, you, you have a very uh, awesome opportunity. I had a very similar one last <laughs> last year. I, it's, I went an exciting, to, it's an exciting week for independent wrestling. It so. is, but it's exciting for mainstream wrestling as well wrestlemania weekend but of course what comes with that is a ton of independent wrestling i was having a conversation yes. actually last night with uh with uh Dabrowski about how oh my god i couldn't believe how many shows there were around new york but of course that is a wrestling area mm -hmm. so it's a hotbed so everybody came from town everybody in town ran a show um it got so saturated i know extreme rising canceled like most of their shows for the weekend if not all um <laughs> everywhere in new jersey ridiculous now you are gonna go experience some of this in new orleans for my first ever wrestlemania weekend Ooh, I so forget about wrestlemania we know you're into the indie wrestling we, you know you're <laughs> you're into the non-wrestlemania stuff that happens to be there. Uh, I'm into everything, right? <laughs> I, I, I used to be known as the Wrestle fan, so that applies to all the wrestles. It's great. Um, but no, I'm super pumped. Um, I'm going to a lot of stuff next uh, this coming weekend, mm -hmm. and it's going to be crazy. I, I'm excited to see how the vibe is, I guess you could say, for um, for that weekend. And I'm going to mostly indie stuff, um, pretty much all indie stuff besides WrestleMania. I'm not hitting up uh, Access or, or really anything like that or mm – -hmm. Um, both because it's super expensive. Yeah, um, yeah. I was looking at some of those prices. I saw like like I think it was I forget if he was in the hundred dollar or hundred seventy five dollar range for Bruno San Martino, and I'm like, I can go to Bloomfield Days and probably run into him and get an autograph for 20, ten bucks, right? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just like uh, and, and, weird thing. I know is aside, but Hulk Hogan not sold out when I looked last night. Really? The only one not sold out was Hulk Hogan. That's weird. <laughs> really weird and there was other people that at that top price level that were completely like bruno and stuff it is is kind of curious but <laughs> so what are you looking yeah. at what's what's going on that weekend for you what are you eyeing up it's kind of it's going to be partly a what's coming up slash what Amy is going to experience uh, yeah, and, uh and kind and of conversation we'll probably have a long discussion uh uh next week too about uh my thoughts on it mm -hmm. um but i'm going to a, there's a lot of indie events this weekend uh uh, Friday, which is the first day of my Mania weekend, I'm going to be at Ring of Honor for their Supercard of Honor event, which actually looks really, really good. Uh, the main event being Adam Cole defending against Jay Briscoe, the sort of, I guess, capper to their big feud. 
in a ladder war. So that should be super, super fun and super, super crazy. Um, uh, also, uh, Kevin Steen's taking on Mike Bennett, where the winner gets to challenge the IWGP heavyweight champion, currently Kazuchika Okada, uh, at War of the Worlds. And uh, that's going to be really cool. Uh, also, uh, I, I was excited to hear, see this match. The card was sort of still developing. Uh, there's going to be a three-way tag uh, where the winner will receive a, a tag title shot down the line with Red Dragon, which is Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, uh, Forever Hooligans, which is the former New Japan uh, Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, uh, Rocky Romero and Alex Kozlov, and the third team of Hanson, uh, who won Ring of Honor's top prospect tournament and the, I guess, runner-up, you could say, in that tournament, uh, Ray Rowe. Uh, so it's going to be super cool to see Ray Rowe uh, competing in Ring of Honor. Uh, there's going to be a lot of cool stuff. That, uh, I, I think that should be a very interesting event. They're also doing a TV taping the next night, but I, I actually won't be making the TV taping. Um, but it looks like a great card, and I'm excited. Uh, there, there should be some real fun stuff there. Um, and uh, that's uh, Friday. Uh, in New Orleans, right after that Ring of Honor show, like literally right after, uh, if you want to find something to do after watching like three hours of pro wrestling, you should drive like 15 minutes and go see the premiere of a little movie called Meet Me There uh, that we talked about with Brandon Stroud and Lex Librand. That's uh, my buddy from Inspire Pro Wrestling, Brandon Stroud, uh, with Leather, uh, uh, Editor-in-Chief, and and and. Uh, Talk about town in, in the wrestling world. Uh, New York Times uh, contributor Brandon yeah. Stroud. Yeah, I saw that this week. Go good for him. Holy yeah, no, he's a he's he's big timing now. He's he's big timing us. He he's no never coming on this show again. Yes, <laughs> um, but no, he's premiering his. This is the official premiere of, of his um, new movie, Meet Me There, starring uh, WWE star Dustin Rhodes. Uh, and it's got a lot of cool people in it. There's tons of indie wrestlers in it. Uh, and it's also pro- uh, directed and produced by Lex Librand, who we had on the Indie Mayhem show before, who also does work for Inspire Pro with our production in that. Looks like a really great movie. Uh, there's a lot of fun stuff. Uh, I know another uh, friend of the Indie Mayhem show, Kelly Kyle, makes a couple appearances. Uh, so look out for that. Um, but this looks really fun. And, and Brandon's been working on this for so long. And, and, and I've, I've gotten to see a lot of the process to it. And this is going to be really, really cool. Uh, and, yeah, Dustin Rhodes will actually be there, uh, nice. obviously, nice. star of the movie, uh, as well as possibly a couple other people. I'll just put that out there. Purely speculation at this point, though. Purely speculation. But, you know, it's it's WrestleMania weekend. Everybody is there. Like, everybody who's anybody is there in the wrestling community. Indies, WWE, people even affiliated with WWE scenes. Um, and, and you never know what's going to happen, who's going to pop up where. I, I know that, that was definitely an interesting experience when I went to New York, uh, as, as far as that goes. But yeah, that's going to be super, super fun. Uh, and that's all. Uh, that's what I'm doing on Friday. Uh, then Saturday, I'm going to my first ever Shimmer Wrestling event, Shimmer nice. Volume 62, uh, which should be super fun. Uh, I, I've never been to a Shimmer show, um, but uh, the lineup looks really good. They, they've It's a limited lineup they've announced so far, but there's sure to be more names to be announced. Uh, they've only announced one match, but it's going to be a really good one, I think. Uh, Cheerleader Melissa defending the Shimmer Championship against Lufisto in a two-out-of-three-falls match with a 90-minute time limit. 
um, which should be insane. There's a lot of great talent. Uh, talents from Japan are coming over. I know there's a couple talents from England that will be there. Uh, also making uh, her debut for Shimmer uh, on that show will be Texas talent uh, Barbie Hayden, which I'm super excited about. So there's a lot of Texas representation all around this, uh, all around in New Orleans this weekend. So I'm super excited for that. Um, there's going to be a lot of fun stuff. And, and I'm, in, I'm interested to see, you know, being this really is not just my first Shimmer event, but my first ever, I think, full women's wrestling event. I've been to some women predominant shows, but never one that's been all women's wrestling. Um, so this should be interesting, and I'm excited to see how that goes. Uh, and then immediately after that, I will be going to the, uh, uh, the Saturday evening session for WrestleCon. Uh, and that should be fun. There's, I think, I'm assuming there's going to be some signings and stuff like that. But there's also an event that's going to be held uh, at that session uh, on eight o'clock, or at eight o'clock, I should say, uh, with a lot of names. Uh, I believe uh, one of the matches I saw was Doug Gilbert against Sid Vicious. Uh, so wow. that's going to be kind of crazy. Wait, what? what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that should be fun. Jeff Jarrett against Colt Cabana, I believe. Uh, one I'm super excited about, uh, Kevin Steen against, uh, former ECW champion Masato Tanaka. Uh, that should be killer. Uh, I know Chris Hero's on that card, Michael Elgin, uh, tons of, uh, legendary names, I guess you could say. Uh, and there's going to be a lot of stuff. I believe there's, and a lot of the people just at WrestleCon. Yeah. Um, and, and that should be super fun. I think, uh, I don't know if it's scheduled for the actual event, but I know they've announced like sting and Kurt angle. So is this, this is like a non-affiliated, this is just like WrestleCon is doing a wrestling show. Like specifically, yeah. Cause I know Mm -hmm. last year it was like, you know, uh, Jakara and shimmer and ROH and maybe CZW was there. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's an issue with, um, I think it's difficult to sort of book wrestling in New Orleans okay. because of some commission or something like that. Oh. So I think what WrestleCon tried to do was uh, – it's basically a show featuring tons of promotions. Okay, okay. So there's uh, there's representation, I believe, from PWG, and I did, I did hear there might have been a falling out as far as that goes too where a lot of these promotions said, yeah, we're not going to do this anymore or something. Yeah, um, like I, there's there's some issue going on there. It could be around that. It could be, and I know Shimmer. Oh, actually, like the Shimmer actually, here it is here. WrestleCon. Right. Okay. So PWG, Five Dollar Wrestling, ROH, CZW, and Wildcat are being uh, featured, mm-hmm. according to this. More info. Let's see what we got here. And so, I know Shimmer used was a part of WrestleCon last year. Now they're running based off of I believe it's the WWN Live Experience. Yeah, which is doing that and Dragon Gate USA and Evolve. Okay. And, okay. And a couple others. So that makes that's sense. What, we got this interest, interesting split amongst the top companies, indie companies like that. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a, isn't it, isn't this an interesting time? Because we do have guys have really bumped up. Like you got Gabe stuff with Dragon Gate involved and Shimmer, Shimmer and Beyond are now like. Or is, wait, is it Shimmer? No, w, I'm sorry, WSU is with uh, Beyond WSU Wrestling. and Beyond. Yeah. And then and then you got Shimmer doing it, which is really a Ring of Honor thing, actually. Well, right? I, I believe Shimmer is a bit. Uh, since uh, Shine Wrestling is like a sub promotion of Shimmer, yeah. and Shine's done through WWN Live, which is so they're connecting the, up the same that. one that does Dragon Gate and all that. Uh, so, uh. so I mean, it, I, there's this interesting like, like I can't think of a time that the Indies were this prevalent, you know, and no. very, very, very accessible, especially you know thanks to internet and everything. Like it feels like it feels like those top 
you know, one, two, three, four companies or conglomerate companies seem to be as accessible as ECW was in its time. As, right. you know, when ECW, I mean, we've been watching those old ECW hardcore TVs on the network. Um, it was like, this is an indie show, guys, right? I mean, like, it, it, it's, it's, much it's, it's really, it's it, just an indie show that, that got lucky, I think. I remember when they, uh, like someone was discussing like the whole, like when ECW was just transitioning to pay-per-view and it was just an idea of like, we need to expand and get in front of more people. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's sort of the concept. And now with the internet and with everything going on with indie wrestling, it's, you can see anything really. Like, um, but I think this, the whole idea of having all these indies come for, uh, like one uh, for one weekend in one area, I think is super cool because as much as there are so many amazing promotions, mm-hmm. um, they're scattered everywhere. Like yeah. ring of honor is based out of, and ring of honor travels a lot, but they're based out of mainly Pennsylvania shimmers in Chicago. Um, I know dragon gate travels a bit. Um, uh, you beyond wrestling, you can really only see them if you're in like new England. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, there's, you know, but sort of having all these people configure in one area and in new Orleans really, which, you know, I know NWA wildcats there, um, which is a great promotion, uh, but they don't necessarily have like top promotions. That's there. The thing. It is not, it doesn't seem like new Orleans would be a hot, I don't hear much about new Orleans wrestling, you know? Yeah. So. It's there. It's just not as yeah. uh, predominant. But um, but to have Ring of Honor, Dragon Gate, Evolve, Shimmer, all these companies there, I think that's going to be. I, I think it's great to get more eyes on the product. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the people will flock to it if you want to. And I know you know, it, we, WrestleMania was in New Jersey last year, and New Jersey is a bit more of a hotbed. Yeah. But oh yeah. I mean, oh, look no. at those WrestleCon shows where Chikara sold out like a thousand seats. Mm-hmm. Like that's crazy for an indie show. Oh yeah, uh, and and it's just that I'm you know good there's so many in, I'm people seeing, in there. I'm seeing there's good so many people in that area looking for wrestling. I'm seeing good quality indies not clearing a hundred sometimes, man, and it's it's scary. It's yeah. scary. Uh, we got some comments uh, for you from Alex representing California. We're going to bring together at least another time zone in here. Um, <laughs> he says he says he says he hopes that you're going to go see Five Dollar Wrestling live. Possibly, I will. I know WrestleCon's representing five dollars. Yeah, so you'll see, uh, you'll see that, at least that representation of it. Also, uh, I won't be able to make a show. The um, one of the WWN live shows is a Kaiju Big Battle. Oh. Kaiju Big Battle being represented. So, like, is it just being represented, or is it an entire Kaiju no, show? No, it's an actual show. Oh, uh, part of the WWN live. That's stuff, something so. different. <laughs> yes. It was really weird when they just dropped that right in the middle of pro wrestling day. Uh, I also find like it's super cool for me that um, to see. I think definitely because it's in New Orleans um, and it's a bit closer to where I am. There is tons of Texas representation this weekend. Oh yeah, that, I mean, that's not too so far from cool you guys. To see. Yeah. You have ACH, Ray Rowe, uh, Athena, Barbie Hayden, uh, Mike Dell is defending his hey, belt. Hey hey hey! I want to point out Ray Rowe's on loan from Cleveland. Okay. Hey, he's ours now. He's ours now. <laughs> We own him now. We own him. Oh, that's how they still roll in Texas, huh? Oh yeah, um, Ricky Starks, who we've talked before, is going to yeah, be wrestling yeah. that weekend. Like that's the, there's tons of really uh, good guys that are, that are working it, and and you get to see a lot of guys you wouldn't get. I I would never get to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm super excited. It's awesome. I'm really, that's, and, and that's a great thing is is you go for the WrestleMania experience, but if you're like a general wrestling fan, you have the opportunity. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, as for plenty of people, like for me, like next time I go to WrestleMania, I want to do 
the full experience, you know, much like you're doing and hit a bunch of these different shows. I mean, I did under the guise of last year of, you know, having a table at Syndicate and having a table at WrestleCon, yeah. you know, but, I, I, you know, just, you know, being as fan and go to experience that side of it, go to fan access once, you know, just to see what mm -hmm. that's like. Uh, go to the Hall of Fame, you know, fun stuff like that, you know, uh, I, I think that would be a blast. So, um, and Alex makes a good point. Chikara, of course, is building for their season 14 stuff up in May. So I, yeah, I can so imagine they, they won't be not getting yet, involved so. in that. That makes sense. So. Yeah. And, and I'm, you know, it's, uh, but I'm, I'm super pumped. I think this is, um, it's, it's just, a cool, it's just cool to see so many people like, you know, flock to indie wrestling shows because as much as WrestleMania is amazing, and I'm going to be super happy because this will be my first WrestleMania I ever go to. And I, and I, you know, this is the indie show, but I really think it's going to be a great WrestleMania based off of how the card's shaping up. But um, you're not, people don't necessarily go to WrestleMania for the wrestling. And WrestleMania is not <laughs> necessarily. So weird. <laughs> I yeah, know, yeah, more, yeah, I know. Right? I know. But it's and the wrestling's not like the focus necessarily. Um, it's the spectacle. Uh, but it's cool to have these indie shows popping up all around. So oh, you yeah. get a full weekend of just amazing wrestling. And you can pick. It's like a buffet, and you can pick whatever it you is. want. That's fantastic. So uh, Alex is asking. He, he's saying it's like he's hoping Kaiju Big Battle gets out there. Same with Shikara. Man, Kaiju was that close. I don't know if people realize how close Kaiju was of getting out there. I had a chance to talk with those guys. Um, what was that? National Pro Wrestling Day last last year, and I didn't realize how close they were to get doing something pretty big. And it just it was one of those just the deals fell through, you know. Mm. Uh, and it's a shame because I know you know I know and I, you probably don't recall, but um, back when G Four had them actually on in the morning, um, like a, a weekday morning thing, and they they it was one of those like. You know, kind of like old Saturday morning cartoons where they had an hour block and there was like this kaiju big battle stuff. And then they had like uh, the bad anime G.I. Joe and Transformers stuff, I think, in there uh, and some mm. other stuff, you know. And it was just this weird cartoon block with the kaiju. And, um, and I think they were like on the verge of a toy deal. And it just like, I mean, everything attached to G4 just turned into we we're going to sell you off and get caught through your guns. So, you know, just yeah. bad situation. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely stuff like that, just to see that alternative. And, and Shakara, it was like, you know, the stuff with Ring of Honor they were doing, I was like, well, maybe they'll get a deal with Sinclair, you know? Yeah, you can only have... That would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, what are we saying? But yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just super pumped for this week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you don't even know. Like, I, I'm like <laughs> glowing inside. All right. Well, we're flipped here. Wrestling Mayhem shows off, off, uh, up after us. But first, I want to get to our indie challenge for this week. Yes, and then we we'll, had one this past week. And then we'll be talking all WrestleMania for you guys on the live stream here. Uh, Talk about the wrestling you care about. Who's getting, <laughs> who's getting buried? And, and oh, yeah, buried. Push and, and, uh, yes, and, chance and press conferences. And you won't see and crappy rate, press yeah, conferences yeah. with Shikara. I'll tell you that much. Like you did no, today. I, I wish. <laughs> yeah. I wish. What did like? I just want to see like the ants come out there in like suits and the masks. And <laughs> that would be just perfect with me at least one of them is pretty well spoken the other one kind of just screams let's talk uh, about a well-dressed indie wrestler a well-dressed indie wrestler uh in a certain fashion uh and the past uh this i say in the week, fashion that counts yes uh this past week's indie challenge was none other than facade who sorg knows very well from working with iwc and and you know being around the uh, pittsburgh ohio area mm -hmm. uh i so this was definitely a challenge for me in a sense 
I gained to see this guy. I've never gotten to see the uh, facade live. I've just heard amazing things. Uh, and I can attest to those amazing things. I think facade is, I think people, you know, you have the people that are sort of like, I'm going to be an indie wrestler and I'm okay with being an indie wrestler. And I'm not saying that's wrong. Like, that's fine. You know, but the, people have different dreams, but I look at facade and I think of someone as, you know, he has a unique look but also a look to where it could be marketable. Mm-hmm. He has like that marketable look. Um, and we mentioned last week, like the kids love him. Like, like he's just got that energy and that, that look and that style that really captivates like y- the younger audience, which I know everyone's, you know, trying, clamoring to get. Um, and he's great. And, and I can definitely see sort of stuff you were talking about, Sorg, of how he's grown uh, over the years as a wrestler and how he's he's definitely picks his spots more and 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 you know definitely thinks different and 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 mm-hmm. he's really entertaining. Yeah, and like I said, he's, he definitely uh, he gets a lot of criticism for being another one of the flippy guys. Um, but again, I think that's come along. I mean, he definitely skews towards a flippy guy kind of match to a point. I think, but um, mm-hmm. I, I, like I said, I, I think he's come along with it. And he's got a look and everything. I think I think he's he's improved in in the places that matter. You know, definitely. Definitely, definitely. I mean, I don't, um, I don't expect this guy to be a submission specialist or anything like that. Although he does have he, some cool he moves. Doesn't, he does have afraid, some cool I, moves. He's getting in there. So, I, I, if you look closely at his wrestling, I don't think that's a person that doesn't respect the idea of psychology. Oh, certainly, certainly. And and how to you know really work a match, you know. And yeah, he flies, but you know when he flies, it matters and it works. And mm. I think, um, uh, yeah, I, I think too many times people, especially with indie wrestlers they'll label them as just a flippy wrestler, like a high spot wrestler. Mm-hmm. And they won't look closely and see that this is the kind of person that, uh, if when he can, he can, or when he wants to, he can tell a story. Uh, um, what, what do you think of the kind of moves he does? Cause he does a lot of, and we talked about this. I, I think I mentioned this in passing. He does a lot of stuff. That's like, uh, you know, the rope jump stuff that, you know, you, which really akins to, I feel Sabu and the, uh, it doesn't really always work all the time there, buddy, you know, yeah. kind of stuff. Well, and I, I definitely see that, but I think in a sense, when it succeeds, mm-hmm. it, it looks amazing. Um, I want I can, I can him definitely, I can definitely see the Sabu influence. I also see a lot of like early, um, Jeff Hardy influence. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just from the fact I, I not as, not as reckless looking. No, but I, I remember uh, I, I've been watching a bunch of old Attitude Era uh, pay-per-views, as we mentioned before. And one of the ones I watched was the original uh, tag team ladder match mm-hmm. with uh, the Hardys against Edge and Christian. And just the, the ability, the, the, the clear, like, I'm definitely going to try something different. And I'm, gonna, I'm not going to, you know, I, I, and it's risky, but it works. Um, and, and, and it gets people behind them. And, and. Um, I definitely see that within facade, uh, and you know I I could see and just with more refinement and then with more years and more matches, he, I feel like he's just someone that's just going to get better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love to see again. I I I would just love to see the WWE marketing machine get this guy. <laughs> yeah, and and just have fun with him because I I think he's got the ideas. Just seeing what he does on his own and everything. So excellent. Uh, so who do we got for this next week, sir? 
This week's challenge is somebody that I know you've seen a couple times before. Uh, somebody that I've definitely watched a lot through a different wrestling promotion. He's breaking out. Uh, he's even been to one of the top two before. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a phenomenal wrestler, and that is Anthony Nice or Tony Nice. Uh, depending on uh, which company you see him in. Uh, I believe predominant out of, I believe, the New York area. Yes. Uh, he is a definitely a, a mixed uh, style of wrestler. You you look at him and you expect, I think, one thing, and then you really get another. Um, and he's definitely different. Uh, and he's been in companies like Dragon Gate USA, and, and he's breaking out. Uh, I know he's been in PWG as well. Um, so he's definitely making waves and, and – uh, he's one I believe you should definitely check out. But that is this week's challenge. Uh, and to participate in this challenge, you can go to youtube.com slash wrestling mayhem show uh, and check out the playlist for Anthony Nice that has been put together uh, featuring a bunch of his matches. There's, I believe, a promo in there as well. Uh, and you check it out and you watch it and you let us know what you think about Anthony Nice by either tweeting us at mayhem show or by uh, emailing us at goodtimesatwrestlingmayhemshow.com. And if you email us your thoughts, uh, we'll read them on the show. And and we'll share them, and and it'll be fun times. And we'll discuss indie wrestling. We'll share um, uh, with the world uh, and spread the word of more uh, indie wrestlers out there. So that is this week's uh, Indie Mayhem Challenge. Awesome. Go check that out. Like I said, goodtimesatwrestlingmayhemshow.com. Uh, 412-206-WMS0, and just something I needed to double-check here. Um, and also, uh, uh, we're, we're at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Uh, you can find this show, The Indie Mayhem Show, on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Spreaker, on iHeartRadio of all places. Holy crap. Um, so, I, and we, hey, we did have an email. I wanted to make sure I got this in here. We've had a kind of running joke. Uh, Eamon, I think you're aware of this, but our friends at uh, RWA, the Wrestling, I'm sorry, the Renegade Wrestling Alliance, um, <laughs> they have a, they have, they have this, this, this event for March called, uh, March for Victory. And the joke came up last week from the, uh, guy, you know, Alex in the chat room, who helps out with the graphic design, uh, for, for their stuff. So, uh, he, he made a quickie one, I think last year. Uh, but it's like, we need to have cash for gold from the wrestling is renegade uh so the only pro wrestling show where your ticket payment gets you real gold wrestling is renegade presents <laughs> cash for gold starring mike lodi but push and his amazing friends enjoy uh, there's something going on where he feels like lodi reminds him of mike quackenbush that's an interesting comparison <laughs> i'm gonna have to like i'm gonna to look at some of the rwa footage and see if you get that too i don't know actually i think it might be just the pictures he gets is he starting where is he starting to wear longer pants uh no no unfortunately very very skimpy wrestling trunks mm. yeah yeah kind of scary loves the signs <laughs> takes forever to hand out the signs but no no he's fun um so there you go thanks alex for that and join us here on the indie mayhem show i know he joins us usually in the later ones since uh i mean it's like nine o'clock whenever we start usually right but this is usually 11 p.m eastern you can join us at sorgatronmedia.com wrestlingmayhemshow.com and there's a link right up there uh big link uh usually uh to join us live and you can ask your questions let us know uh any your 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 thoughts on indie anybody you think we should be talking to out there in the mm-hmm. indie world 
and just profess your love for indie wrestling. So that, until then, uh, and once again, thanks Basic Sickness for the introduction uh, at Mayhem Show on Twitter, uh, Wrestling Mayhem Show on Facebook, including the Facebook group, which is always hopping, and Google Plus for Eamon at Eamon 2 please. I'm at Sorgatron, and uh, make sure you're supporting that indie wrestling. Even when you're watching wrestling, yeah. See you guys next week. Never said I was a gangster or